Welcome to my podcast, Weaving Shadows, Grief Work and Becoming. Attempting to reweave my existence into reality, to become relevant again following a series of life's misadventures, injuries, chronic illness, and grief processing that seems to be unending in a world that expects me to quote unquote just be normal already. The weaving of light, both illuminated and dark, to bring me back into focus. And now that the match has been struck, for me to find I am my own light within the inky night. So I hope you enjoy my story of becoming, and while it is not yours, perhaps you can find inspiration and hope as I walk this path. We can walk side by side for a ways until our paths depart. Enjoy. Dear sister, we, the puppies and I, have started off the day in prayer and ceremony, welcoming back the light, honoring Bridget, the great mother, grandmother, the natural world, our home and our, and the fates. Palo Santo and Sweetgrass fill the air in blessings and gratitude. This time is one to celebrate and welcome back the light of the sun, that great star that keeps us all warm and alive. I can feel a shift in the air and in my purpose, that I am moving into the life stage, sacred space, where praying for the world and those who suffer in it becomes my main occupation in life. Regardless of my state of mind or existence, this I can still do, and perhaps to teach. Dear sister, it's only the next day and my back went into spasms and I got stuck lying flat for hours. The only solace was that I finally had no excuse to not take that nap I've been putting off this last month. I tried watching the internet but was disheartened. So many people are trying to put a positive spin on their pain because they are so exhausted of looking it in the face every day. All the while, my therapist wants me to sit in the muck and feel it. Maybe I will treat it like a mud bath, but I think that is missing the point. So many people trying to curry favor by being someone quote-unquote they will like, sympathize with, or empathize for. You know me. I never played that game well, sister. Meanwhile, the dreaming is spiraling in on itself deeper and deeper until there are no electrolytes left, until the only sound that registers is that of my tiny shadow banshee, with her piercing scream hooking my consciousness and bringing me back to wakefulness, shaking after the long voyage, falling out of bed and crawling around on the floor because my legs and head are still caught out at sea, tumbling through a massive storm. I'm too tired for all this drama, sister. I'm tired of pulling the wool over in an effort to hide. It is not so much a choice to let go as a thunderous crashing of the veil falling down in a sweeping wave of undulating energy. And so I fall, praying that someone or something will catch me like an invisible wall because I can't land wrong again, sister. The sound of bone breaking is that of lightning inside my mind and body 
the sound of a great energy splitting, cracking through invisible air until the fire of pain comes through. Breathing. Just breathing, rapid and fast, trying to remember that Lamaze class for this baby that will never be born. So here I lay, sister. The shadow banshee released from her cage, crawling around on me, sharp tiny teeth exploring my hands and feet while the cool softness of her darkness soothes my fragile nerves, tugging and pulling until she has the proof of life, proof that I have fully returned. Maybe one more nip along my ley lines before she returns into the night. Love me, sister, because I need someone to. I'm realizing that I have this habit lately of falling so completely in love with an idea one day only to burn it down the next and apply the ash like war paint for the next idea to come into play. There is no solidity here, no consistency. All my consistency and reliability flows away from my edges like paint down the drain. Which reminds me, I hope to get back into the art studio soon to finish my work. It's been since the holidays, one of the embers, I believe, since I was last here in this creative space. Love me, sister, for I need a friend. It is so lonely these days, laying in my bed, staring at the walls, sitting in my chair, staring out the window. I start a new physical therapy soon. We hope will help my balance, help prevent falls. I am hopeful, and yet I was told this week that my vestibules are fine in perfect working order, just as long as my brain's flower stem doesn't turn its back on them, rendering their voices mute and launching us back down to the ground. Love me, sister, for if not you, then who? Hey everyone, there's no postscript poetry today. The letters I feel had, you know, that that meter and rhyme. And I wanted to give you an update on the direction that the podcast is going. So I'm really liking writing everything out as letters to my sister. And I am taking it to, or I'm going to attempt to take it to this really cool level of writing for me which I have not been able to attempt something this complicated in the last seven years so I'm really excited to give it a try but the letters themselves are going to be central on the storyline and I have some characters that I'm going to be bringing in so the narrator or the voice reading the letters is going to be uh, my alter ego for my middle name, Emma. And Emma lives in some future date and place, and I really don't have all the details ironed out on that yet. But Emma also has twin sisters, one whose name is Moon and the other Eagle. And they have like this shamanistic, Celtic, old world bent to them and their personalities. And Moon Eagle is also from uh, the alter ego of my middle name to honor all of my tribal grandmothers who have come before me from all the countries um, that I have in my ancestry. 
And so Moon Eagle is the owl, is the power of the owl. It is the way the owl can act as a messenger flying between worlds, especially that of the living and of the dead. And so these twin, twin sisters are going to exemplify the powers and imagery of the owl messenger. And so one is named Moon and the other is named Eagle. And so they're going to be at some point talking about, you know, the letters that Emma has found. <clears throat> and I'm thinking maybe she has found them in this old trunk. Um, I got an old trunk from my great-grandfather Kaufman, and it was full of letters from his family and his childhood um, that he wrote to his brother and um, other family members and his friends. And I really want to honor that piece of my history. So I think Emma might find Lady Isabella's letters in an old trunk somewhere. And, you know, the, you know, as we're learning about Lady Isabella's <clears throat> struggle with her health and the grieving that she has to go through in trying to rebuild a whole brand new life, you know, and learning the tools that are necessary, you know, that Emma is reading this and she's discussing it with her sisters, Moon and Eagle, for an extra insightful bent on how to work through our own grief. Emma is going to be grieving as well. And so she's going to be able to take these letters and what's in them and talk to her sisters about it and apply those lessons and learning to her own life. And the story of Emma and her sisters are going to kind of just seep in at the edges here and there um, in the podcast. I don't want it. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. I don't want them to be. Um, overshadowing the Lady Isabella's letters, but I want just kind of seeping at the edges, like like shadows, you know, moving here and there, and we learn a little bit more. And so we'll learn their story. It'll take longer because it's just you know going to be sprinkling in a little bit here and sprinkling in a little bit there. Um, but I'm really excited about this because it's a way <clears throat> for me to continue the therapeutic process of processing all the things that I'm dealing with as Lady Isabella, but to do it in a way I think that is more relatable for listeners, to do it in a way that I think is less in your face, this is how you should manage your grief, and, and more of you know a storyline and that we learn from stories and stories are medicine. And especially for so many of my tribal grandmothers, stories were used as very deep and big medicine. And I want to be able to honor that part of my ancestral history as well. <clears throat> and I think it's just going <clears> to... <throat> Sorry, I just can't seem to keep the throat clear today. I think it's just really going to give, you know, like this full flavor to the podcast and to the story I think it's going to be really really nice and I think it's I think it's just going to be an easier listening um oh and I have to go because my little shadow banshee is into something and it looks like it has cords attached and I want to make sure I keep her safe so we have more love coming from her <laughs> in the future as she guides me through um my life as I'm teaching her how to do so. 
Okay, I will talk to you guys later um, as she nips at my toes, and I will see you soon. Bye. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. So I wanted to, um, there was a piece that I missed in in that last posting. And so in having this whole story between Lady Isabella and Emma and Moon in Eagle, um, with all of the characters coming in conversation with each other and being represented, you know, by my middle names, you know, my, my first name and, you know, those alter ego pieces, I think is a way to demonstrate how I have had to reconnect myself to who I am, past, present, and future, um, you know, to, oh, I guess there's going to be a Rachel in there too then. Yes. So I'll, I'll post more, you know, later about how the whole storyline thing is going to unfold. Um, but, you know, how I've had to reconnect to myself, past, present, and future um, in the wake of the brain injury in 2016. And the beginning of that process wasn't, wasn't where the difficulty lied. It was after I re-injured my brain in a fall in 2020. Um, and that was like the real <clears throat> downfall because I never really recovered from that fall and the broken bones and tendons that tore. And it's just, you know, ensued with all this other stuff, shall we say. But in that process, you know, I got stripped down to my bare personality components and I had to layer back on and I had to reconnect with my environment and I had to reconnect with myself, which if you go through the older postings on this podcast where the intro is for dandelion roots, um, I think you'll get a sense of, you know, that process and what it was. And so having all these women who share different portions of my name that also honor the women in my present and in my past and in my future, you know, it's about having a conversation with the self. It's about reconnecting after a grieving process. And that grieving process looks different for everyone. You know, the reason why and the how you get through it. But it is still a process that does have basic, basic, sorry, Shadow is at my toes again. She's like, feed me dinner. What are you doing? Stop recording. Stop talking at your phone. I'm right here. Um, and I lost my train of thought with that. Um, but, you know, there are core components in grieving that everyone is going to be processing through. And when you have an injury like a brain injury or, you know, anything really, I mean, all grieving <clears throat> is a life-altering process, you know. But when you've had to rebuild your body from scratch and then you have to rebuild your brain connections and you have to rebuild how you connect to other people and to the world around you and back to yourself. You know, it's a spiral. You spiral in and you spiral out and it is a huge, huge process. And so by having, introducing all these new characters and having them named after me um, is, uh, I guess, long story short, is a demonstration of that process in reconnecting to all the different aspects of who you were and who you are and who you're going to be. Okay, I think that is enough for today, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to my podcast, Weaving Shadows, Grief Work, and Becoming. I hope you have enjoyed my story, sharing in my journey, and while it is not yours, perhaps you can find some inspiration and hope as we walk this path together side by side for a little while until our ways depart. And for those of you who would like to continue your support, remember that every penny counts. And your monthly monetary support helps to cover my health therapy, service dog care, and groceries. Thank you. From Isabella, Mr. Figgles, and Lady Shadow. Until next time.